Amen. Numbers chapter 13, verses 27 through 30. And the word of the Lord reads, Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its, this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak, Anak there, and the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and Jebusites and Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Verse 38, then Caleb hushed everybody. He quieted the people before Moses, and then he said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Let us go up. I know that, that, that there are Amalekites and Jebusites and Hittites and Amorites and Amalekites and all of the kites and yites all around us, but uh, that just proves that we can take it. The more the opposition is against us should motivate us to go get it anyway. Amen. So let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able. Look at your neighbor and say you're well able to overcome it. I want to preach um, what I consider part 2 a.m. of our series Exp Exponential by saying I can have my Canaan. I can have my Canaan. Lord, we thank you for doing what you do all the time. Bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. I can have my Canaan. There are some things um, that I just got to jump into it. There are some things that, that we have to understand um, uh, about having our Canaans. And, and if we get, grasp these understandings, it will push us further into entering into our Canaan. I don't know about you, but I uh, have, I'm growing to have an issue about uh, marching around stuff that I am never going into. I love house hunting. Uh, Minister Maris and I have a passion. Uh, she is my second wife, I guess I can say. I can say that safely around my wife because I dated both of them at the same time. One had more benefits than the other, but uh, I dated both of them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> because some places that my wife didn't care about going when we were dating, Amaris seemed to love to go. My wife didn't care for wrestling. Amaris loved wrestling. So when I had tickets to go to the wrestling, Amaris would be my date. There were some concerts that I had to play at that my wife just didn't feel like going, but Amaris would jump in the car and go with me. So she was my undercover girlfriend even while I was dating her aunt. And so she went many places. One of the other passions that she and I have, other than sitting down watching movies, is uh, she and I like to go house shopping and walking in the houses and looking at, Pam has that same kind of thing, looking at houses and looking how they're decorated and the architecture and, and that kind of thing. She loves to do that. So um, um, I don't know how I got there, but, 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 but. <laughs> I get tired, I got it, I got it. I get tired of uh, um, looking at houses that I'm never going to own or marching around things that I never will obtain. I don't know about you, but sometimes we fill our services with promises. Yeah. 
and we shout and we run and we dance and then we leave and still don't get the promise. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of, uh, 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 of what's teasing. I'm tired of teasing, you know. I, when you used to date, uh, well, I don't know, y'all saved, so I, I, maybe y'all can't relate to this, but, but if you're going to talk a good game, you need to be able to play. Uh, y'all will get that after a while. Uh, I got tired of people talking to me to two and three and four o'clock in the morning about what they could or cannot do or what, you know, their powers and uh, uh, about their powers. And so after a while, you keep talking. I want to see what your superpower is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to know what your superpower is. And so uh, uh, y'all get it. So I'm tired of uh, uh, walking around something that is great and I'm never obtaining it. Mm -hmm. So I have to understand there are some things that I have to uh, 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 realize in order to possess my Canaan. The first thing that I need to realize is that God's promises are an expression of his will for my life. In other words, uh, 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 whatever God said about me, it's not just him talking. It's part of his will. It is up to me to choose whether or not to follow his will. I hear the question in the air right now. Well, if my Canaan is God's will, why am I not in it? Maybe it's because we have not completely connected with his perfect will and God is waiting on us to connect with his will for us in order to receive what he has for us and so his promises are an expression of his will mm -hmm. second thing that I have to understand that Canaan is part of my inheritance mm -hmm. yeah Canaan is, is is part of what God has established for me I mentioned on last week I do believe that Canaan was established for me before before God ever promised it to me Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about you, but if you are saving uh, up to an inheritance for your children's children, as the Bible says that we're supposed to do, while we're saving, we're not necessarily saving it for the purpose of our children's children. Because most of us, if you be true to the matter is, I'm going to leave y'all whatever I don't spend up before I lay down. Oh, uh, look at y'all looking at me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave something for uh, Jocelyn. I'm going to leave something behind, or we're going to leave something behind for, uh, uh, for JC. But the bottom line is, while we're living, we're not sitting around penny-pinching because we're going to leave them something. We're going to leave them something, but we're going to leave them what's left. Y'all don't look, because we're going to enjoy these few little pennies we try to get our hands on. We're going to go somewhere and stick our feet in some sand, and we're going to go around in some water. We're going to do something, because we're going to enjoy these few pennies. But, but so God created, and created a Canaan for us and made it part of the inheritance. Yeah, but you got to understand, in order to inherit something, there must be a relationship. Yeah, yeah, there is no inheritance without a relationship. Well, what about people who leave money to uh, other organizations? Those are organizations that they felt dear or connected to. There is a relationship. Um, there maybe they felt connected to their college, so they leave something behind to their college or something behind to their church or, or something behind to their servant or something. They leave something based on their connection or relationship. I, I'll go ahead and get to the punch. You 
cannot get Jesus things if you don't have a relationship with him. You, you cannot be blessed by God if you don't connect with God. Amen. Amen. A God is not somebody that just runs around and just arbitrarily throws out gifts to people. Yeah, it rains on the just as well as the unjust, but there are certain things a part of God's will that you got to walk in his will, in his way, according to his word to get the benefits. Mm -hmm. Because it's not a benefit if everybody can get it. All right, let me move on. I'm talking too loud. Third thing that I see here that we got to look at is my, the journey to my Canaan comes with provisions attached. Uh-huh. That's, that's a good place to clap your hands real hard right there. Don't clap them now but because I told you to. That's fake. Don't clap them right there. But, 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 but it's a good place to give applause right there because you got to understand we become so focused on Canaan that we don't recognize the blessings before we get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God promised them a land flowing with milk and honey and then leads them to the wilderness. Well, while the children of Israel are in the wilderness, they're looking at milk and honey, but they're getting bread and quail. Uh-huh. They're looking at milk but getting water from rocks. Mm -hmm. They're looking at milk but getting but but nasty water is being purified for their consumptions. There are some blessings that God is giving you along the way to your miracle. I know you focused on the miracle. You focused on the big payday. You focused on the big fallout. But the bottom line is there's some little paydays that's going along. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I do want the job that paid a six-figure salary. Mm-hmm. But 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 I I thank God for the one that paid a $20 salary. Uh, look how y'all bougie people going because y'all don't thank God for the little stuff. That's probably why you ain't got the big stuff yet because you don't know how to thank. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking. Uh, I think it was my wife and I. Somebody was talking about large ministries and people having a lot and and great big things. And I mentioned to her. I think I mentioned to her yesterday. She was going up to self. I say, but the Bible says that he who is faithful over little then it's going to make him ruler over many. So it, I know I know she was saying she was saying that some people keep referring to us as little church. We are small church. And, and she said, I kind of get tired of people looking at us as if we are small church. And I said, I ain't got a problem with it. Look at us as we small all you want to. Because the truth of the matter is, I'm, if I'm faithful over this little stuff, over few folk, then God will give me many folk. Because I've learned the lessons that come along with having a few. Let me tell you something. Because the few can be crazy enough, but wait till you multiply it by a few hundred or a few thousand. Now you got a few thousand crazy people. I need crazy training before you give me a crazy promotion. Uh, you got to be careful about what you ask God for. You need to get trained where you are. You need to appreciate what you got. Look how y'all looking at me. I know some of y'all want macaroni and cheese uh, when you get home this afternoon, but you better thank God for them poking beans and weenies. Buy your head, get you some light bread, uh, and tell God thank you, get you some Kool-Aid. Uh, look how y'all looking at me. And pour it up. Put some ice in it and shake that glass. Y'all know how y'all do. Get it good and cold. Turn it up and thank God for it. Y'all looking at me. I know this too early, but I'm going to get on your nerves this early. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, appreciate what you got. 
my journey to Canaan comes with provisions attached. There's another thing that I see uh, on our way to our Canaan, that God's promises are not limited to our circumstances. Mm-hmm. I know you get focused not only on your Canaan, but you get focused on the mess that gets you to your Canaan. But can I tell you that it's nothing that you're going through, nothing that God has that's been put on you that God does not have the power over. Mm-hmm. He's not limited to that. Yeah, Your money is limited, but God is not. Mm-hmm. Your education is limited, but God is not. Yeah, yeah. And God can supersede your money and supersede your education and supersede your position in life in order for you to make it to the, what he has for you. I'm trying to tell you, God will get you ready for your Canaan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he will, he will, he will, he will. He'll get you ready for it. He'll get you ready for it. I know you don't feel ready, but he'll get you ready. I know that you ain't got all your clothes on. You ain't fully dressed. You running at the house trying to pull up stuff and trying to lock down stuff and trying to, but, 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 but when it's time to get there and be ready, you'll be ready because God would have taught you all of the lessons that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that I see here, I'm moving along swiftly. The other thing that I see here is there has always been, as I told you last week, exponential potential inside of you. But potential is useless if it's inactive. If you, if you don't move, potential ain't nothing but taking up room in your life if you're not using it. Mm-hmm. Everything that God gave you, he gave it to you to use. Mm-hmm. Why are you hiding your talent? Why are you hiding your gifting? Why are you sitting back letting other people do what you know God is putting you to do? Because what it's doing is taking up space. It's clutter in your house. And after a while, God's going to help you clean your clutter. Mm-hmm. God's going to take the gifting from you and give it to somebody else that's going to use it. Mm-hmm. If they're going to use it. Uh, you know, I hate to give stuff to people that they don't use. They'll come to your house and beg you for it and beg you for it. You gonna, what you going to do with that? You What you going to do with that? You going to get that? And they bore you and you go ahead and give it up. And you give it up and then you go to their house and it ain't never been used. It's still got the same dust on it that it had at your house. You can recognize your own dust. And you be like, well, I thought you wanted it. Well, I just ain't had the time. I, well, fool, you could have left, left it at my house. Uh, look how y'all look. I, I got issues. Pray for me. Yeah. If there is no activity in your life, there can be no entrance. Yes. Yes. You can't go through a gate looking at it. Right. You got to walk to it and walk through it. Mm-hmm. If you want to walk into your Canaan, then there has to be some practical steps that each one of us must take in order to possess the land. I, I don't want to keep walking around the land. I don't want to keep surveying the land. I've daydreamed enough. I picked out where I'm going to build long enough. I need to go ahead and get it. It's time to stop playing with it. I'm preaching to myself right now. Uh, maybe this is for me because uh, I, I know uh, uh, what the word of the Lord said over this church and over this life. I got to get my butt out here and go find the land. I got to go get it because I know I'm comfortable here. We we starting to fill up a few seats and I'm getting satisfied but now I got to aggravate myself and get on up out of here because I can't stay here because staying here will kill me. 
I know it looks like it'll bless me, but the last place I thought was going to bless me ended up killing me almost. And God gave me another opportunity. So I ain't going to stay too long. I got to get up and go. So when you get in your car, start riding and looking for the next home. Well, call me if you ain't got nothing else to do. I'll stop by there. I'll make the necessary arrangements. Go visit the place. Go count the chairs. Go do what we got to do. Because the, by the word of the Lord said that God got a place for us that somebody's going to give us and it's already going to be laid out. And so I'm finna go look for the laid out place. I'm going to get my Canaan. Look at somebody and say, I can have my Canaan. All right, let's get to step one because I'm running out of time. Step one in us possessing our Canaan is the first thing you got to do, first of all, first of all, say number one. You got to let God pick your Canaan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that sounds elementary or rudimentary, but 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 it deserves speaking because some of us have messed up. That's where we've gone wrong. We have picked our own Canaan's. Mm-hmm. We have established in our own minds what we believe that God has for us. And the truth of the matter is, we've been spending too much time walking around something that God has not designed for us. Uh huh. Let me bring it home where you can where you can really get it. Uh, uh, it's that man that you thought you wanted until you got him. It's that woman that after a few Hennessy's and some dark lights, you thought she was fine till the light came on. And then when the light came on, you realized that you need to stop drinking and you need to keep the lights on. Because uh, both of them are messing you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that relationship that you entangled yourself with that's giving you hell right now because you were, uh, yeah, let me see if I can break it. Uh, uh, um, the Bible says what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And many of us made the mistake, not me, but, but, but many under the sound of my voice have made the mistake of being joined with somebody that God didn't join. We, we joined with them because they were fine. We joined with them because they were funny. We joined with them. I'm not just talking about marriage. I'm talking about friendship. We joined together with them because they had likenesses like ours and they get gravitated toward the same things. And, and what we're finding out now in this level or this stage of the journey that that's not really what God had for us. In fact, the friend for me was the one that told me my breath really stank. The friend for me was the one that really told me I got an ugly personality sometimes. The friend for me was the one to say you got an ugly booger up your nose. You need to go somewhere and get that straightened out before you come back. I Don't wear that out here no more. I know you think you fine, but baby, you still a 14. Leave them tears alone. Can't even breathe. You got to Everybody think you got a nervous condition. No, you can't catch your breath. Then kill 14 brain cells with them shoes you got on. <laughs> Philip says, Spanks outfit. Spanks from head to toe. You got a spank for your neck. And you walking around here. Oh, I should have got up last night and got the mic. Uh, okay, I'm going to move on. It's a joke spirit in the room. Uh, 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 oftentimes, uh, 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 our estimations of our Canaan is wrong because actually our choice of Canaan is too small for God. 
Yeah, yeah, it's too small for God. God. God has a bigger vision of Canaan for us. God has a bigger vision or a blessing for us than oftentimes we expect. We think if we're, our expectation of Canaan is let the number fall and, and get the lottery. Hit, 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 hit. I had a friend that used to say that, that if you had 100 problems, shake some money with them and 99 of them will go away. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to say that, but then trouble hit his life. And he tried to shake some money at that problem, and it did not go away. Yeah, yeah. he kept shaking money like it was salt in the salt shaker, and he kept shaking, and it didn't go away. And what I came to tell you, there are some things that money can't buy. There are some things that money can't change. There are some, I know you think your personality going to get better when you get a few more dollars. You was nasty when you was broke. You're going to be nasty with a few more dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you'll be nastier because you'll think your money will pay for all the hell that you causing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so some of us are here, we, we, we looked at Canaan's that are too small. Why, why are they too small and why are they bad for us? Number one, they don't have enough provision to sustain us. Mm -hmm. I just gave you the illustration of money and there's some things that money came by and I got you. You can have all the money in the world and still, still not be sustained. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make six figures, but if you spend seven figures, you still broke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the other issue that I see with picking your own Canaan is this. The conclusion will never satisfy you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the matter, when all is said and done, you will still leave unfulfilled because you have not reached the level of potential that God has placed in you. It's, it's like it's there, but it ain't quite right. It, it, it's okay, but it just ain't. I don't know about it. It's like I'm happy but unhappy at the same time. I, 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 I'm living, but it's just not, I'm just not at the level that I know I ought to be. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. Maybe I'm talking to some people online. Is there a holy frustration on the inside of you? Is there something inside of you that says, yes, I'm growing, yes, I'm prospering, but not at the level that I know that I'm supposed to grow and I know that I'm supposed to prosper, that I'm speaking to you. Maybe you have diminuinized your Canaan. I made up a word right there. Maybe you have made your Canaan small. I pushed two words together, but it makes your Canaan smaller than what God says it is. Let me show you something. How do you get over that? How do you get over that? You got to allow the Holy Spirit to choose your Canaan for you. I'll give you a Bible for it. John 16, 13 through 15 says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. This is Jesus talking. He will not speak of his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. All, that, all the Canaan that God has, it's mine. Uh, 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 this is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. When we follow the Holy Spirit's selection, it then legitimizes our claim to Canaan. It legitimizes it. My identity then is established by who I follow. And so if I follow Christ, if I follow the Holy Spirit, when I go to the gate of Canaan, it recognizes me because I follow him. It is the ticket that I need to step into the gate. I don't know, uh, I know, I don't know who I'm talking to in the room, but the truth of the matter is that you can't get into Canaan without the proper identification. 
Yeah, you got to be associated with the right one in order to get in. Yeah, or you're going to be standing in the back of the line with everybody else. Romans 8 and 14 says like this, For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And a son is entitled to inheritance. A daughter is entitled to inheritance. So when I allow the Holy Spirit to lead me into the in my Canaan, then I'm now legitimate for my inheritance. Mm -hmm. Step two that I see in order to go into our Canaan is you got to establish or examine your Canaan. Mm -hmm. I I'm going to give you some practical knowledge right here. Question any Canaan that doesn't come with conditions or calamity. Mm -hmm. If it's too easy for you to get, I can promise you it ain't God. If there's no effort, there's no struggle. If there's no haterade or hateration, then you got that ain't God. That, that's just something that you coming up with or even a blessing from the devil. But the thing about it is the way you know things are, are, are God is when the devil attacks you. When the devil starts whipping on you, when stuff starts falling apart all around you, know that you're on the right path. Yeah, 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 yeah. You may make wrong decisions while you're on there, but you're on the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if the devil ain't attacking you, that means you're walking with him. Yeah, yeah. So you got to understand that, that, that when God tells, shows you your Canaan, it got to come with conditions. It got to come with calamity. First of all, it's condition. God is a, is a I will if you will type God. Yeah, his promises always comes with conditions. Yeah, it always comes with challenges. Uh, uh, condition, condition. Uh, he tells the children, honor me and serve me and me alone. And then I will give you this Canaan. Uh, I give you proof. This is an easy one right here. Uh, uh, Y'all familiar with the scripture? If my people who are called by my name, I'll shorten it, will humble, seek, and turn. Humble themselves, seek my face, and then turn from their wicked ways. The condition, that's the condition right there. Then God gives a promise. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. That's when I will promise Canaan to them. But, 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 but you got to do something in order to get your Canaan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that I look at when I question my Canaan is Canaan got to have some calamities. There got to be some stuff that fall apart. I, I, uh, when God has always blessed me, before the blessing comes the mess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before God elevates you, God will allow people to leave you. Mm -hmm. Before God push you forward, God will knock you back. Mm -hmm. Before God gives you a double, he'll take what you got. Mm -hmm. uh, Y'all look at Job. Job didn't get double until he lost a single. Yeah, I got to lose singleness in order to get doubleness. And sometimes I don't want to leave my singleness, the smallness of my situation in order to get more. Yeah, yeah, God has a funny way of math. He'll start you with just enough and then subtract. He'll subtract just enough from you in order to bless you with more. Oh, yeah, 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 y'all will get that later on. He'll bless you with just enough and you complain about that. And then when you ask him for more, he'll subtract the just enough from you in order to leave you with nothing. Oh, yeah. Why, God, if you're such a loving God, would you leave me with nothing? Because I want you to have nothing to appreciate something with. So when the blessing comes, you are thankful. You give him glory because you know how it feels how to have just enough. You know how it feels to have nothing. And then, you know, oh, come here, Paul. He says, I know how to be abound. I know how 
how to be a base, but whatever state that I find myself in, I have learned to be content. I have learned to be satisfied because I understand that it is the plan of God for my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens? What happens then? When God gives you, gets ready to take you into your Canaan, God will put you in the wilderness mm -hmm. and then will allow the wilderness to aggravate you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He will use the aggravation of the wilderness to turn your Canaan from a promise to a focus. That's all I'm going to have time for today. Yeah, ain't got but 20 seconds left. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll end it right there. He'll let your Canaan, he'll let your wilderness aggravate you in order to make your Canaan turn from a promise uh, to a focus. Let me see if I can end it and explain that to you. This what he'll do. He'll let you go through so much that you'll make up in your mind I, I, I done been through too much not to have it now. Yeah, yeah, at one time it was just a promise and I can live with it or live without it but all this hell I done went through here right here, all the stuff that I done dealt with right here, my promise is necessary I got to have it to justify all this hell I done been through I got to have it to justify all this mess. My name been dogged and stumped in the mud and mashed and kicked around. I've been lying on so much, I got to have I promise, if nothing else but to prove these liars wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to have my Canaan because my Canaan is proof positive that God is on my side, that God has been walking with me, that God has been carrying me all this way. So keep on lying because my Canaan is coming. Keep on cheating on me because my Canaan is coming. Keep on because God is not. Oh, here it is. The Bible says, God says, vengeance is mine saith the Lord. I don't know, maybe this is the wrong attitude. Pray for me if you ain't got nothing else to do. But I believe that part of God's vengeance is my success. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that that, that that God is gonna allow me to prosper just to shut up some naysayers. Yeah, yeah. The devil told me I couldn't. Just cause the devil told me I couldn't, I believe that God's gonna make it certain that I can. God's gonna let me walk in. And if it ain't but a few minutes, he's gonna let me step there and take a selfie. Then send it to all my haters and show them God will do just what he said. I, I, y'all don't, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. God, sometimes y'all walking around in the raggedy car. The car ain't working right. I'll tell you what you do. Go to a parking lot. Go to a, a dealership. Get in the baddest car they got. Sit in it and take a selfie. That's it. <laughs> and post it. And then when you post it, put under there, this is what my Canaan looks like. Ah, go to the best neighborhood. Stand out in the yard. Don't take it by the for sale sign. Take it with a good view of the house. Click up and say, this is what my Canaan looks like. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing in the yard right now. But because you dog me out, and there are going to be some haters that come on your post and say, ah, I seen that house, that house for sale. Don't worry about it because, God, you in the yard right now. But you're getting ready to go in the front door. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mind standing in the yard of my own place. I don't mind standing in the lot of my own car. I don't mind because I understand that my Canaan is coming. Look at your neighbor and say, I can have my Canaan to be continued on next week. Everybody stand there.